Good morning, and welcome to the 29th year of the Three Tailgaters Show on 106.1 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. The Three Tailgaters Show is presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. The Three Tailgaters Show is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca's by Katie's in New Orleans, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The Three Tailgaters are also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Ligo, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Port of View Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Yield College Inn on Carrollton Avenue, Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport, by Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner, Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie, Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner, Moe's Pizza in West Wego, Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna, Gio's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie, Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Po' Boys in Delhi on St. Charles Avenue, by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie, Bears Po' Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and by Sunray Grill on Belchase Highway in Gretna. Now here are your hosts of the Three Tailgaters Show, Ed Daniels, Sports Director of WGNO and WNOL, CrescentCitySports.com and the Clarion Herald, and Cumulus Radio New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and Delgado Baseball. And a pleasant good morning and welcome to another edition of the Three Tailgater Show here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Of course, our tune-in app available anywhere in the world for you to listen in via iHeart and at home. If you can't get radio, you can always listen via Alexa. Just tell her what to play. She'll do it. You can always listen to our podcast following the show through CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on podcast on the menu on the left side of the front page. Can't miss it. You can email us at Ken at WGNO.com, Ken at CrescentCitySports.com. And, of course, you're always welcome to call the show. We'd love to hear from you. 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061 to participate in the conversation. We'll get into Tulane Ole Miss, LSU Grambling, the Saints, of course, touch on basketball, and much more. We'll talk high school football with a couple of very good coaches, Eric Shooter of Salmon, Dominic Saltavaggio of Franklinton coming up. And we do so with our good and great friend and my co-host, Ed Daniels, sports director of WGNO, WNOL, Friday Night Football at 11 on NOL and midnight on GNO. And, of course, of CrescentCitySports.com, the Clarion Herald, and Nash Icon 106.1 FM. Good morning, Ed. Hey, Ken. How are you? I'm doing fine. Another busy day, another busy night. I know you're stationed at Yulman Stadium, awaiting a big game today, which we'll get into in just a bit. And obviously should be a fantastic setting. Uh, and we look forward to that. But we always start off by talking about high school football. And 
you know, some notable games last night. I mean, St. Charles Lutcher, I mean, what else, what else would you expect, right? I mean, this is incredible. Two straight years you've had just an unbelievable finish and a last second went for St. Charles Catholic, an excruciating loss for Lutcher. But, uh, boy, what a setting. Uh, two good programs. River Parish football is terrific. And, obviously, uh, this St. Charles Catholic team is unbelievably tough and resilient. Well, they're very good. And, uh, you know, look, they, they, they find a way to win games. And that's what they do. And if you, you look at they've played some quality opponents. They played Shaw. Uh, well, of course, and then they played uh, they played Lutcher, and you know they've just done a really good job defensively against good teams. And when you play great defense, you always have a chance. And they're a really good defensive team. And um, you know, look, they're 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 manufacturing enough offense right now. Look, it's it's a whole new deal with without Audemont. He he was the heart and soul of that club for for a long, long time, and they're. They're, they're, they're learning to play without him. St. Pierre, I think, is growing and getting better. And, um, you know, they just, like Wayne Stein always tells his players, winning is a skill. And, and they're, they're doing it. Uh, he's just done a tremendous job. I mean, it's hard to fathom what he accomplished in baseball and football in the same years for two consecutive years. Now focusing on football and uh, just an incredible job that he's done. But I also think this speaks well of Lutcher because uh, they were down on the wire with St. Charles Catholic, you know, not having DeWanye Winfield. I spoke with Lutcher earlier this week, and, and that's a good football team. And in a division mm -hmm. that they have a chance to go deep in again this year, non-select division two, if, in fact, that's what we have in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, they're, uh, they're, they're really good. And, uh, you know, Lutcher's, Lutcher's a great program, too. And that's two heartbreaking losses to lose by a point last year when the wide receivers were run down and mm -hmm. then to lose on a field goal in the last play of the game. It's tough. It is tough. And then, of course, the game we had that you attended on CrescentCitySports.com, uh, a real statement win for Newman because Riverside Academy is very good. I mean, this is, this is a good Riverside team that feels it's better mm -hmm. than last year when they were a quarterfinal-type team. And Newman mm -hmm. just went there and just took it to them. This is a big, strong Newman football team with a good quarterback, solid running back. As I've said for the last several weeks, I think they might be better than last year because the spotlight isn't on them and because they can just go out and play the game. And, you know, with all due respect, they had a coach that was put in last year, and he's a fine coach, and he's now with Sean Payton. But uh, last year there were a ton of distractions, and I just don't think they have that this year, and they're just really good. Well, I mean, you know, it's – no, no, there's no national headlines this year. They're just playing football, and um, they've got a really good team. Eli Friend is a really good quarterback, and I think he's getting uh, better week by week. He's a, he's a really good player. They're physical up front. They've got a, they're good on the offensive line and on the defensive line, and um, they've got good linebackers. They've got good skill. Randall's a good running back. I just think they have a really nice team, and I do think they're better than last year. And then, of course, also last night, uh, big shout-out to the Rommel Raiders uh, who scored, a, I think, an extremely impressive win over the number one team in the state in 3A in University Lab that's just loaded with all kinds of players. As Nick Monica said afterwards, they've got a ton of players that will play on the college level on that team. Mm -hmm. And Rommel did it, you know, despite missing both of its starting guards, including their heart and soul captain, Jamar Jones, 
and you know missing their best defensive player in Darius Davis and then getting injuries during the game and having to play a whole bunch of freshmen and sophomores and coming mm-hmm. back from 10 down in the fourth quarter that's one heck of a win for Rummel I think that's a program win don't you yeah I think it's a tremendous victory I mean you know you look at their schedule besides the league they play in which we all know is very tough I mean to uh, to go on the road in week one and lose by a point in North Louisiana and then to come home and play this team and to be down 17-7 and to come back and win that game, I think that's pretty special. Spoke volumes about their ability. Now coming up in a few minutes, we'll talk to Nick Saltafamaggio of Franklinton. We'll talk to Eric Shooter of Salmon again, both of whom had you know, really good wins last night. Uh, speaking of the North Shore, look out for Mandeville. Uh, that could be a, a surprise team this year. They're off to a 2-0 start and they look awfully good. Well, yeah, there's no doubt. Look, uh, you know, Craig Jones, good coach, been to the Dome, knows what he's doing. Um, you know, and I think th- I think they have a chance in that district. If you look at that district right now, I think um, I think Slidell's good. I think uh, you know I was I, I know it was a disappointing result for Fountain Blue. I think they're going to be better, but right now, you know, Mandeville, Slidell, Covington. I think that district's pretty wide open, but I would give Mandeville a chance for sure. Destrahan, 24-7 over John Eric. Eric played him tough for a while, but Destrahan's just loaded with talent, just really mm-hmm. good on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. Poor East Ascension. they got to play them again. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that, that was an ugly game last year, and this year it's, a, it's at uh, Destrahan. We're looking forward to that one. And then, of course, I'll save the, the most notable for last, Warren Easton, going to Catholic and demolishing the Bears at Memorial Stadium, 49-26. It really wasn't that close. Uh, just amazing. This is a team on a mission. And as I've said before, I'm all for the sanctions, sanction the school, sanction coaches. That's been done. But it's, a, it, it's really hard on, if not unfair, to the kids to not have the opportunity to mm-hmm. compete. So, look, this is, this is their playoffs. Every week's the Super Bowl. And... What an unbelievable start to win at Ruston, to win at Catholic, and now they get Carr this coming week. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carr on Friday night. You know, um, I'm with you, Kenny. I think it's disappointing for the, uh, for the kids, and um, that's too bad. And, you know, look, they've got a really good team. They've got a lot of experience. You know, you got to remember last year, even though they were a 4A school, they were the number one seed in select Division One. Mm-hmm. So, and they had a bunch of that team coming back this year. So it's no surprise that they're, they're as good as they are. And it is no surprise that the gentleman who joins us now got himself a win last night. First win at his new school at Franklinton High School as the Demons uh, went to Covington, Jack Zalter Stadium, and knocked off the Lions 23-21 in thrilling fashion. It's a pleasure to welcome our friend and the head coach of the Franklinton Demons, Nick Saltafamaggio, to the show. Nick, first and foremost, welcome and congratulations. And look, I mean, you, you, I'm sure you probably remember your first win at Chalmette, at Oconee, at East Jefferson, at Hanville, at Holy Cross. I'm betting you remember all those wins, don't you? Yeah, I sure do, buddy. Hey, hey, guys, it's good to talk. You know, I know when I'm talking to you guys, something good's happening. So it's <laughs> good to talk with you. But yeah, Kenny, I do. You know, and I, I told our, I told my wife actually after the game, I've been lucky to be involved in some some really good wins. 
And my all-time favorite win, believe it or not, is the Acadiana win on the road to semifinals at Hornville. But this one, because of what it meant to, to Coach Shane Smith, who's our principal, and to the Franklinton community, it, it, it ranks right up there with it, you know. And she was shocked when I said that, but I'm like, you know, I knew I knew when I was, you know, when I was offered this job, and Shane and I had spoken what it means for Franklinton city and washington parish for this place to be great and um it had slipped a little bit i wasn't uh, i didn't realize it because it wasn't on my radar uh but to watch this is the complete happiness of everybody last night they don't beat covington a whole lot uh we actually beat them in jv this week and you'd have thought we, we beat them in varsity when we beat them in jv people were so happy so it, it was it was really an excellent win for us and Coach, I think you find a place. Uh, you know, there's. I can't remember too many coaches who have who have gone to the dome with three different schools. I think you got a, a real chance at Franklinton, don't you? I, I do, Ed. I really do. I, 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 you know, I remember playing these guys obviously when I was at East Jefferson because they were in the district. And, and um, as a matter of fact, Josh Robinson is on my staff here, who was a great running back here during those days. And, I got to know Shane well um, just through competing against him. And, you know, when, when, when he called me up about the job, we sat down for a long time, and I told him, I'm, you know, that's been my mission. I'm not afraid to talk about it where I, where I coach, that, you know, you, 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 your mission needs to be the state championship. If it's not the state championship, then you're doing your kids an injustice. And um, Shane shares that belief, obviously. And so – to get here, to be able to put a really, really excellent staff together. Um, you know, Jonathan Barber and Matt Hughes were coordinators here before I got here. Jonathan actually was a head coach, coached with Shane and Dome. Um, it, it really meant a lot to me. And then, you know, I have a Rummel Raider on my staff and Brad Ostrecker, who, you know, we kicked the field goal last night. I think people were shocked, but, you know, you know Brad from your Rummel days. He could kick it out of the stadium and then, you know, I, I've just picked up some really quality coaches. Eric Ginn, whose dad coached with me at Hornville, um, Justin Wells. Um, you know, I really just have an excellent staff that, that I'm surrounded by. And so it, it's the right place for me at the right time. I, you know, you guys know it. I was really down in the dumps after everything happened at Holy Cross, and I didn't know if I'd get another chance. But to get a chance at a place that can absolutely win a state championship, I guess I did something right because the good Lord looked after me and got me here. I mean, obviously, Nick, this is, you know, this is a special win for you, but how you got the win was important against a good football team. And, you know, the end of the game, I mean, you, it looks like you're going to run the clock out, but then you didn't, and they got the ball back, and then all of a sudden they complete a 52-yard pass. <laughs> it right. looks like they're, they're almost in field goal range, if not in field goal range, and, man – Oh, can't believe this. We're going to let this one get away. But then you came up with a big defensive play. Yeah, we, we thought we were going to have time to take a knee. So we took a knee on first down. Matter of fact, we came back to school, Matt Hughes and I, and got together and put down an end-of-the-game scenario to carry with us from here on out. So we learned a lesson. Um, you know, the hardest thing, it's cliche, but you guys know this, the hardest thing to do is teach guys how to win. And honestly, last week when we didn't beat Bugaloosa, it was because we didn't know how to win. We turned the ball over twice in the red zone. 
We gave up an 80-yard touchdown pass after we had taken a lead. We fought back, and we had an opportunity to recover an onside kick and didn't do it. We intercept the ball late to, to possibly go in and win, and we throw just a terrible interception. So we had multiple chances to win last week. And I told the guys after, I'm like, guys, sooner or later, you're just going to get tired of getting beat. And when you do, you're going to be fine because the talent's here. There, there, there's talent here, as you guys well know. And we had a really good week. We had a productive week. Um, we had some, some things we had to deal with internally. Um, and when, once we did it and the guys really responded well, we had a good week of practice. And it just seemed to be, it seems to be unfolding right before us. Um, but, you know, I told them you got to handle success like you handle failure. You don't get too excited about winning. It was a tremendous win, no doubt, against a quality football team. But we got to turn around right around and play another 5A opponent, Fountain Blue, who seems to be off to a pretty good start with the new head coach. You know, So um, it's, it's going to be it's the old cliche, one day at a time, one game at a time. But I, I do think that there are some really, really positive things for us in this program going forward. Ed? Coach, you, you, can, you can run the football, and that, that, that makes a big difference, don't you think? Absolutely. And, you know, Ed would – and people that are coming to see us now are starting to realize we, we start two senior offensive players and two senior defensive players. Uh, the majority of our football team are juniors. With that being said, our offensive line starts a sophomore and three juniors and one senior. And, and uh, Chase Hawthorne, who coaches them, uh, you know, he came over from St. Paul, has done a fantastic job. So we have big bodies up there that are that are – that are physically talented with a coach that understands what we're trying to get done. And, um, you know, we're going to run the ball downhill, and, and if you can't stop it, we're just going to keep doing it. So we got a sophomore quarterback that helps him out. I think Jacob Crane is going to be a really talented kid, but he makes some sophomore bonehead plays that sophomores will make. So to be able to run the ball like we're running it, uh, it it's important. Nick Saltz-Maggio with us for a couple more minutes from Franklinton High School. So, Again, you know, you, you go in there, you think you've got the makings of, of a really good program and team. You mentioned Shane Smith, and I know he's been important uh, to you in terms of not only getting the job, but providing the support you need because nobody understands more what you're dealing with than he does. Oh, that, that, I told him last night, Kenny, after it was all over. I, you know, I remember working at, at Hornville with Brian Lumar and, and Dr. Ortling and how excited they were when we would win games there. And, um, uh, he he's very 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 much cut from that cloth. The difference with him though is he knows. I mean, obviously he's important in the LHSAA, but but that guy's walked on that Superdome turf twice, and he knows exactly what you need to do and with the kind of support you need to have out of the administration to be successful. And we talked yesterday. It's funny he's, he runs this school, but he'll sit in my office back here in the field house, and we'll talk football for an hour every day. And uh, you just don't get that a whole lot. But I, you know, I told him that I'm like, you know, coach, you you know the process. I, I don't. This isn't. It isn't a mystery to you. You've done this. You you've done it for a long time at a high 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 level. And so uh, you know, he was so excited last night, and and I just think for him. Franklinson football, I know Coach Correa coached him here a long time ago when Shane played here, but Franklinson football is his baby. He's watching his, his, uh, his kids get readjusted again, and he was excited because I think he knows that good, good things are awaiting all of us here right now.
Ed, final word? Well, Coach, I, you know, I'm not surprised. I was talking to one of your ex-Hanville players who shall remain nameless this week, and he told me, look, he said, he said when we were there, Coach would let us know how he felt about things uh, all of the time, and it was tough, but we appreciated it, and I think kids are responding to you. I, I, I thank you, buddy. I, I think so. You know, it's the right environment for me here with the right people and the right um, commitment from, from administration, community, school, teachers, staff, but the players. The players have really responded to all of us. And we, you know, I mean, you guys know me. We, we drive a hard ship. It's, it's not easy. But, but if you're going to believe in it and you believe in what we're doing, I told them it's one everywhere. It wanted Chalmette. It wanted EJ. It wanted Oconee. You know, it, it didn't quite work out at Holy Cross, but that, that, that is what it is. Um, it'll work here for sure, you know, because they have similar players here that we had at Hornville. Very, very similar type players. I, I don't have a Puka Williams yet, but those guys come along once in a lifetime, you know. But <laughs> everywhere else we have very, very similar players. Yeah, I do and have a Jaquan type Jackson kid here, so we, we you know, we're just gonna gonna see where it takes us. But I, I really, really like the future of this program. All right, I'll put you on the spot before I let you get away on that big play, the last defensive play there to force the fumble as the clock ran out. Do you you know who made that play for you? It was yeah, it was it was Tim Partman, and um, it was kind of an easy. The kids are learning a little bit of football, so they were giving us a half slide protection with the back leaking, so there was nobody to pick him up, and we were in a three down look with with an eight man drop, and he looked over at the sideline, and I gave him a signal. Uh, Coach Barber told me from upstairs what they were doing, and I gave him a signal to go. And he went off the edge, and he put his helmet right in his chest, balls on the ground. And we were just happy that our kids weren't celebrating because the play was still alive. The ball was on the ground. But sure enough, we made the tackle to end the game. And um, like I said, I, I think it's a win that can really push us in the right direction this year. And then Fountain Blue next week. Yes, sir. Any thoughts? Um, I'm looking at them on film as we speak. You know, they're a typical North Shore kind of team, real, real big up front offensively. Uh, Coach Cavanaugh's done a good job. They, they run a ton of formations, a ton of formations. They have two really good players in 17 and 23. I mean, uh, kids who, who can stretch the field. 23 runs uh, is their running back. He's got seen to have a burst. Um, I, I just think it's going to be a really, you know, it's going to be another tough ball game for us. Um, but, but I think we'll be up to the task. He's Nick Salter from Maggio, the head coach of the Franklin Demons with his first win, beating Covington last night, 23-21. Nick, congratulations. Thanks for the visit, and keep up the great work. Yes, sir. Thank you. You guys have a great weekend. You, you got too. it, buddy. Thank you. All right. We'll take a time out here when we return in just a moment. Another big win for a North Shore school, Salmon getting revenge against North Shore High. We'll talk to Eric Shooter when we return in just a moment here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Here's something you won't hear from any other jeweler. Right now, when you buy a diamond at Diamonds Direct, we'll give you a free gold setting for it. 
Yes, a 14-karat classic solitaire setting in white gold or yellow gold at no charge with any natural diamond purchase. So all your money can go toward a bigger diamond while you still get the classic look she wants in that engagement ring. Another example of Diamonds Direct's extraordinary value. Or if you want to take it up to the next level, Diamonds Direct also has a fantastic selection of Halo, Pave, Vintage, Three Stone, and other popular mountings. Or maybe she wants a designer ring, like the one she's seen on social media. Well, Diamonds Direct has those too. In fact, we are an authorized retailer for all the top designers from New York and California. Whichever setting you choose, you'll also be able to choose your finance plan. Diamonds Direct now has a wide range of finance options with attractive rates and terms up to 60 months so you can get the ideal setting to fit your style with the ideal payment to fit your budget. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Store hours, directions and more at DiamondsDirect.com Top service. Locally owned. Outstanding deals. Conveniently located. Professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon in one of his outstanding dealerships. Toyota of New Orleans, I-10 Service Road near Bullard in New Orleans East. Premier Honda at the I-10 Service Road at Bullard. Premier Nissan at Veterans in Metairie and Premier Kia at Veterans in Kenner. When you can't stop... <coughs> There's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. Meet Bruce. Hey there. He's a busy soccer dad who's trying hard to learn the game. Go for the end zone! Whoops. Luckily, other things come easy, like banking with Chase. On a tip from his banker, he set up autosave in the Chase mobile app. So what are you saving for, Bruce? Father-daughter soccer camp. Smart bankers, convenient tools, one bank with the power of both. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Autosave requires a Chase checking and savings account. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Paid for by Lexicon Services. 
Just tuning in? We're just getting started with the Three Tailgaters Show on 106.1 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. What are you waiting for? All are welcome by calling 504-260-1061 to talk all sports, all the time. Now back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. Every year is a different year, and never was that more evident than last night in Slidell at Selman High School, because last year North Shore defeated Selman not once but twice, and a ton of points were scored in those games. So, common sense says, well, you're going to have a whole bunch of points scored in this game last night. Think again. A real defensive struggle, a 10-3 game. Salmon defeats North Shore. And Eric Shooter, the head coach of the Salmon Spartans, joining us now. And Eric, first and foremost, congratulations. What a what a way to go. What a difference a year makes, right? Oh, yes, sir. It was a heck of a week for us. You know, we had to battle some things. Uh, sickness start this week with some kids. So uh, now I'm very, very proud of my staff, and especially my kids' resiliency this week. I've been able to battle through all what everything we had to endure and then to come out on top, man. It was very sweet. And, and what I mean, people talk about revenge. You can't make too much about that, but this is a city rivalry, and this is a team that beat you twice last year, including ending your season. I mean, how much of a motivation was that to your kids? Well, I, I didn't want to make it too big of a deal, you know, because it's only week two. You know, North Shore has a lot of football left to play, and we have a lot of football left to play. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to overplay this game, but the kids knew. I mean, the kids all know each other. They all grew up together playing park ball together. So um, it, it, it was on the back of everyone's minds that we had to go out and redeem ourselves from last year. But uh, we didn't really speak up on it too much. We just talked about getting better this week. And true, we are, I treated it just like a normal ball game. And um, I, think, I think the strategy worked. Ed? So, Coach, did you think it would be a 10-3 game? No, that I, that I did not expect. You know, um, I mentioned some things a, a minute ago. Um, we battled sickness this week uh, our, from our all every one of our skilled kids except our running back um, missed a practice or two uh, dealing with uh, uh, either they were high fever kids or you know sinus infections. Uh, it was kind of running through our locker room right now and. Uh, so I was a little worried. I was concerned. I was concerned on how we were going to put a football team on a field Friday. But, uh, you know, we only, we wound up only having a few kids miss who are, are still out sick, and uh, we were able to battle through. I was, I'm very, very proud of uh, our kids' resiliency on that side of things. So, you know, as far as scoring points, I was hoping we was going to be able to score more points. But, hey, a win is a win is a win. We're going to take it. Visiting with Eric Shooter of – Salmon High School, and obviously a big win last night. All right, so talk about, you know, what happened last night. Talk about, you know, your defense. First of all, the touchdown. I mean, saw the highlight, and it's an attempted screen pass, but the pass goes backwards, so it's, it looks like it's correctly ruled a fumble. And, and then, you know, you guys pick it up and return it for the score. Tamon Joseph does that. And, uh, I mean, just talk about that big play. And, and, and from your vantage point, you had to believe that was a fumble, right? Oh, absolutely. We do this in practice every day. We get on our kids that they don't scoop and score. If anything's thrown forward, if it's questionable, we want our kids, we want the referees to make that call. So that's something we see at practice all the time, and we get on our kids for all the time if they don't pick that ball up and run with it. 
So when I saw the pass, I thought it was a lateral, and I was ecstatic when I saw Trayvon run and pick it up and go with it because, uh, you know, that practice makes perfect, right? And that's something we harp our kids on. So obviously it was a big difference maker in the game, and I'm glad it, I'm glad it happened to us on our side. Yeah, you didn't have you didn't have to worry about the replay either, Coach. That's right. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> got thrown. Thank goodness. <laughs> what did I mean, it look? I didn't see you on Friday Night Football, Lane. Did it look like a lateral to you guys? Well, you know, Coach, um, uh, it looked the ball was tipped, and and it it went it went backwards. So I I couldn't tell from our shot because we were down the field a little bit. But it looked uh, it, the ball was tipped. It, it definitely went backwards after that, and you know the uh, the official said it was a lateral, so it's a lateral. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. I like that. <laughs> that's, that's it. I like it too, man. Uh, we're, and we're visiting with Eric Shooter of Selman High School. Look, I mean, offense not enough there. Now North Shore's defense has something to do with that. There, they're good on defense, but look, you gotta. This is, this is the team you've been waiting for. This is a veteran team, a ton of returning starters, a bunch of seniors on this team. So this is uh, the team you've been waiting for, the year you've been gunning for, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We've been building towards this. Um, um, you know, I have a ton of seniors, a ton of seniors in the right positions. Um, you know, we got to put this, uh, this puzzle together. You know, every week, every year is a puzzle. And when I say every week, you know, when you're game planning, uh, which kid is going to fit into that puzzle piece on defense or where are we going to fit on offense? I think week one, we showed offensively we can score some points. And uh, week two, offensively, we started a little bit. But, but the beginning of the ball game, you know, we had two great drives that penalties uh, took us out of. So, you know, I think if we were able to punch those two in at the be- beginning of the game, it might have been a different story. You know, defensively, you know, week one, we struggled. There's no doubt, there's no hiding from that. We struggled week one. Well, we made some changes, made some adjustments, did some things game plan-wise differently, and I think we're starting to find our identity on defense. And obviously, you know, uh, pitching a shutout, well, giving up a field goal and scoring on defense last night shows that I think we're finding our way. And if we're able to put this together on all three phases, I think we can have the opportunity to win some ball games and maybe make some noise down the road. Yeah. You know, Coach, um, there, there was so much of a, 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 an issue with the heat during the summer. You know, how did you combat that? Do you think that's 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 led to you know maybe some sloppy play early in the season, or do you think it's been a non-factor? I don't think it's been as much of a factor for us, other than cramp issues here or there. And the the cramp issues I've seen um, this season so far with our guys are new starters. You know, maybe not understanding the effort that's required or it's going to be required to play a full quarter football game and maybe not preparing their bodies enough during the week, whether it's through hydration or nutrition. Um, so I, I think that has been a, a little bit for us with the, with the new starters, but the heat this summer was brutal. It was, it was pretty bad. And, you know, we, we always have to take care of our kids. And, but the difference, I think, for us and every football coach in South Louisiana is that we just didn't show up in um, late July or August and start practicing it. We had been out there since May. And, you know, we, I really believe that we were fully acclimated to it. The heat really doesn't bother us that much at practice. I mean, of course, when we have to shut down, you know, we shut down, we follow the protocols that we need to. But um, 
I, I don't see it being as big of an issue as I, I thought it was going to be. I think the issue is, for, for me, at least for my team, it's just the two or three kids who are new starters who are maybe not understanding the effort that is going to be required. Or maybe they understand it, just not understanding the, the effort that's going to be required on Monday through Thursday of, of the hydration and nutrition that they need to, to be successful on Friday. Eric, obviously you, you move forward now and you've got more challenges to come. Bogalusa coming up next Friday night. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the schedule and this is the kind of start you expected to have that you hope to have to set yourself up, you know, for a, for a big season. And it certainly looks like you're on track for that. Well, you know, <laughs> the old saying, how do you eat an elephant? You know, one bite at a time, right? <laughs> and uh, I, we, we can't look forward. We're not... Uh, we're not a football team that can afford to look past anybody. We have to, we got to take it one day at a time. We have to take it one week at a time. Bogalus is a very talented football team. They're coming to our place. Uh, the great thing that happens with our schedule is that our first four football games are at home. And, you know, that was kind of predetermined with our turf installation last year. You know, we kind of backloaded the schedule for it to be this way. And I was hoping that we'd get off to a hot start, you know, with the, with the uh, experience that we have coming back. You know, things can snowball real, real fast into a positive direction. You know, what comes first, success or confidence? And, um, you know, that's a question that, that I wish I could answer. I'd write a book and make a million dollars on it. And, uh, but in our case, we're our group, I think, obviously, success comes first. And as you get that success, you know, our confidence starts building, and, you know, we'll be back here defending 300 Spartan Drive, and it'll be our place, and teams won't like coming in here to, to play. You know, Coach, uh, with what they say in the uh, the sign that says in the in the Saints locker room, it says success comes from demonstrated ability. I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, well, you know, success also, you know, when or luck, you know, preparation, Meets opportunity. There you go. You know, preparation meets our and you know our opportunities present itself. And and it's the same thing that we preach to our kids all the time. We work our kids. You know, there are kids in our locker room right now who are contributing a little bit or may not be contributing much at all on a Friday night. That that I tell our kids all the time. You have to be. Your opportunity is going to happen. It's going to come. You, some kids are an ankle sprain away. Other kids, like this week, you know, we, we dealt with, with some sickness issues. Uh, you know, maybe a kid was saying, well, I wasn't prepared to be a starter. I didn't know I was going to get this many reps. And all of a sudden, you know, the starter is down and he's out and you're it. Where, you know, you have to prepare. you got to be ready because you're, it, the opportunity is going to come. No football team in America, I think from pros all the way down to high school, is going to have the same 11 starters on offense and defense from week one all the way through the season. You're going to be dealing with injuries, dealing with sickness. And when that opportunity comes, you got to be ready. You have to be ready to seize that moment, no doubt. Well, quite a win for Salmon last night, uh, defeating North Shore 10-3. And the Spartans get Bogalusa next Friday night. Eric Schroeder, appreciate the time this morning. Congratulations on the win and nothing but continued success. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Um, I love y'all show. Y'all keep up the great work. Work uh, promoting prep starts, man. That's awesome. It's our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, Eric Shooter, the Salmon Spartans. Uh, yeah, that was a program that was a state championship program multiple times, three times, and 
under Bill Stubbs, and they've had some sporadic success, but looks like this is the best team they've had in quite some time. You know, well, they, they had a really good team a few years ago, and, uh, you know, Coach just does a really good job. He's got a ton of experience, and uh, he's a steady hand, uh, knows what he's doing, and, you know, I, I, think, I think kids respond to that, and it's pretty obvious that he's, he's built a program there. And when that happens, you, you know, you like to see good people have success. I agree with you, and he's worked hard at it, and, you know, they've got the opportunity now, and that was a big, uh, you know, catchback win, if you will, over a team that had handled them twice a year ago. So good stuff for Salmon, and, again, a good recap of what's transpired in high school football this past weekend here, as we always deal with on the 3 Tailgater Show. We'll take a time out here. It's 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061. Ed is at Tulane. We'll talk about the Green Wave extensively. When we return in a moment, still to come, we'll talk LSU and the Saints as well. Back in just a moment here on the 3 Tailgater Show on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and at NashFM1061.com. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life. 1061 Nash Icon. Yep, I ordered my metal roof today. I called Walker Meadows and they told me to come on down and it would be ready when I got there. Metal roof, trim, and screws. Dang, they said they make everything at Walker Metals. No shipping and don't have to wait for days for my order to come in from another state. No hassle getting there, and they were quick and friendly. Got hitched and ready to go. Dang, that's what it all needs, a roof from Walker Metals. Now let's go put that metal roof on. 225-791-7791. Walker Metal Roof. Louisiana manufactured, Louisiana proud. Metal roofs can usually be installed over existing materials. Come by Walker Metals and let them customize your new metal roof or help you with a new metal building. Or call 225-791-7791. Walker Metal is Louisiana manufactured, Louisiana proud. Walker Metals is a proud listener and sponsor of Roland Doucette's Rockin' Cajun Show. You're listening to the Cumulus Fishing Game Report with Captain C.T. Williams. Fishing is fun, but safety is foremost. I'm Captain C.T. Williams with this week's Big Fish Report. Now, I spend a lot of time finding great spots where you can catch fish, but you need to be able to get there and get home safely while being courteous to others. Louisiana has a lot of fishable water, so there are a lot of boats, and, well, nationally, a, a higher percentage of boating accidents. So be safe and prepared on the water, have fun responsibly, and join me, Captain CT, for the Big Fish, our TV show, with hotspots, tackle tips, how-to recipes, and even safe practices while fishing. Every Saturday morning at 5.30 a.m. on WVUE Fox 8 in New Orleans. Have a great weekend. Cumulus New Orleans. Incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. The NFL is here, and it's all about the sweet offers from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SNAP to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That's code SNAP only on DraftKings Sportsbook. 
gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. If you want to be treated right, you go to Bergeron. Bergeron will give you the best deal. You just know you can trust these people. They're from here. They get me. You know, buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience. It's anything but a Bergeron. Everybody knows that. Everybody. I grew up with a Bergeron. I went to school with a Bergeron. This is the fourth car I've bought from here. That makes me a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a Bergeron. I'm a bourgeois. Get out of here. I'm a Bergeron. Everybody knows a Bergeron. Bergeron Automotive on Veterans in Metairie. We know life can hit us with the unexpected when losing a loved one. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service is here to help. You're never alone. Simple direct cremation for only $1,195. That's right, only $1,195 with no hidden charges or fees. Please give us a call at 504-218-5554 or visit our website at NewOrleansCremationService.com. Great service with an exceptional price guarantee. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service, celebrating life. You want the total sports package? Let's talk prep, college, pro, all sports, all the time. You get it all from the three tailgaters on 106.1 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com with Ken and Ed. Give us a call at 504-260-1061. Game on, number 20 Ole Miss, 24 Tulane, Yeoman Stadium, 2.30 this afternoon, ESPN2, highly anticipated matchup, and one that is going to just draw a lot of focus to the New Orleans area. Sellout crowd, great to see that too. Ole Miss's favorite by just over a touchdown. I wonder how much of that goes into whether or not the oddsmakers feel Michael Pratt is healthy enough or not to be a factor, you know, in terms of being able to do everything he does. Uh, and that's really the big question going into this one. I mean, with Michael Pratt, I think Tulane's got a, a, a shot in this game. I really do. Uh, without Michael Pratt, it's going to be very difficult. And that's not at all uh, a knock on Kai Horton, who's good, or, or even Justin Ibietta. But Pratt's that important, and he's that special. So yeah, let's start with that uh, from the standpoint of Michael Pratt. He says he's going to play. He obviously got hit last week and limped around badly after the game uh, this week. I know he's been out at practice, but... I don't know that any of us truly knows exactly what's going to happen there, but you know, if he does play, you just wonder about his effectiveness. What, what, what are your thoughts regarding this? Well, Kenny, I was out here for practice on Tuesday. I come out here every Tuesday for uh, for uh, media day, and we, we watch practice. And look, we 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 followed what the, what uh, we were asked to do, and that's to not show any video of Michael Pat. We were we were very careful about what we said. We, we quoted Willie Fritz when he said, uh, every, all hands on deck except for Corey Platt, who has a serious injury and is probably lost for the season. Um, we don't know that for sure, but that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're, we're surmising. And he had a tremendous game last week, can really run. But anyhow, um, you know, I, I just, it, it would really disappoint me if, um, 
if if we came out here today and, and and Pratt did not start because at that point I don't I don't like what we were told because we respected uh, what was asked of us to do this week and that's all the media members out here and um, you know Willie's real good about letting uh, the media come out and shoot practice we shoot tight shots we don't show formations we know what to do. We're not going to give out, give away anything. If they run a trick play, of course that's not going to be on television or not be on the internet. And and we respect the process, and uh, it's a good relationship. But um, if he doesn't play today, then you know I, I just think that's 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 unfortunately you know not what we were led to believe. But if he doesn't play today, Kenny, I will not be surprised at all. You won't, based on not. what you've seen. Okay. I will not, okay? And I'm not going to say what I saw on Tuesday because I was asked not to, all right? But uh, based based on what I saw, I would not be surprised if he did not play. Now, I don't know that. You know, yes. Michael's, Michael's the only guy in a, in, a, in a couple hours, you know, I'm, I'm out here at the stadium right now. In a couple of hours, he's going to walk out here and he's going he's gonna to either warm up and play or he's not. But... You know, don't say he's going to play, and then all of a sudden on Saturday he doesn't play. To me, that's not good baseball. I was impressed with Tulane last week. I thought they handled their business very well against, a, I think, a pretty, a pretty respectable to solid South Alabama team. And I thought Tulane handled itself well. I thought their defense did a good job after giving up some yards initially. I thought the kicking game was sound. The offense was obviously... Very good. They threw the ball incredibly well. Uh, Pratt's rushing was part of it, but boy, running uh, a lot is an issue for him, and that's kind of where he, he's at right now because of that. So if there's any one question, uh, aside from obvious, Michael Pratt, and whether he plays or how effective he is about Tulane, it would be the running back situation because uh, nothing we saw last week you know, kind of filtered that out and said, hey, they've got this guy that can go do this. I think that's still a work in progress, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's still a work in progress for sure. And, uh, you know, but, you know, the thing about last week that blew me away, Kenny, I, I, I couldn't understand it. I, you know, I'm watching this ESPN uh, game day show in the morning, and the guy who took Bear Fallica's place, I don't know who he is, who picks games, who was 2-4 and four last week. Hey, look, I'm, I'm not knocking the guy because picking games is a hard thing to do. Right? Yes, it is. There's, there's a reason why the bookies are driving the Cadillacs and the betters are taking the bus, all right? Because right. it's, really, it's really hard to make money gambling on, on, on football, college or pro. So let me just say that right off the bat. Okay. But I could not believe all the action that was on South Alabama last week. It just blew me away because I, I thought Tulane, from a physical standpoint, was 10 times better than them. I mean, I just thought they were a lot better than them. You know, if you look at, you know, it was brought to my attention. Richie brought it to my attention last week. He said, Tulane's last game, they beat USC. You know, South Alabama's last game, they lost to Western Kentucky. And that's not throwing shade on Western Kentucky. They have a good program. But, you know, I just felt that Tulane was in a different place than South Alabama at, at this moment in time. And I could not believe all the people jumping on that six and a half points this week. It just blew me away. Yeah, listen, I mean, Tulane was, was clearly the better team, and Pratt was terrific. And, look, I, I like their receivers, Ed. I think they're just better 
on the outside than they've been under Willie Fritz. Brazel's a good-looking player. Obviously, Jackson can play. You know, we know about Watts. Keys can play. They got guys that can go catch the football. Yeah, look, they, they've got good receivers. And, you know, uh, Michael is, got good protection. He was 14 out of 15. And, again, that, I, I just look at the difference in the two levels to me. Now, you know, Tulane has good skill. Their running backs, I thought, did okay. You know, I'm an Arnold Barnes guy. I want to see him play at some point because I think Arnold Barnes can home run hit. And But in the meantime, the, the other backs – they did okay, but they made a lot of yards in the passing game. But they have a they have a power five offensive line. Their offensive line is good, and and they 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 were able to keep the quarterback clean. The one thing I hope is that if he does play today, maybe he does a little less running. I'm I'm sure, but but like I said, I'm not sure that's going to happen. I, you know, I from what I saw this week, you know, I I was I heard what Willie said. I was standing right there when he said it. But I was like, you know what? That's a count me in as a skeptic. Maybe I'm just a skeptic. Period. But count me in as a skeptic. But they can throw the football. There's no doubt. Look, Jaquan's a really good player. Lawrence Keys is really good and really good after the catch. Both of those guys can run. But I think the guy who's going to be a giant star here uh, for this franchise, and you know, Willie tell, uh, tells us that he's worried about tampering. People are going to come after Chris Brazel. Because Chris Brazel is a big target and a talented young guy, and he's only a freshman. And, you know, that was a big get to get that guy. And I think he's going to be a really good player. If, if, they can, if they can keep him here, then he has a chance, you know, with the right quarterback. And I think they have really good quarterbacks on their roster, you know, both Justin and uh, Kai Horton. I think Brazel has a chance to put up some really big numbers here. They've really addressed that position. Look, one thing that has not happened yet is Tulane has not lost in the transfer portal uh, in the last you know, well, year or I two, mean, you know, you expect, so at least yeah, not to this point. Well, I mean, Jaden Kennedy is on the Ole Miss roster, uh, but yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if he's cleared physically. I, I know yeah. he didn't play against Mercer, but Jaden Kennedy is a nice-looking player. And, um, you know, I, I don't know what happened last year, I, 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 and I'm not going to speculate yeah. But I'd, I'd heard some things about some people in his ear about he, he needed to get out of here. And, and, and that, to me, is disappointing because I think Jaden Kennedy would have been a, a really nice player here. And, yes. um, and he's not, and he's at Ole Miss. And, you know, it's, it, it, he, can, he can be in the portal. This is America. He can do whatever he wants, and that's what he's doing. Well, it's an interesting scenario because, and we'll talk about the matchup coming up in the next segment itself, but with regard to... Uh, Ole Miss playing Tulane here at Yeoman Stadium. You know it and I know it. When they made this home-and-home schedule, no way, no how did they expect Tulane to be this type of team because they never would have agreed to a home-and-home in my estimation. Or when they did, Mm -hmm. they probably felt like it would be a, you know, a nice trip for their fans to go enjoy themselves and they could just come here and and get the win and go home. But clearly, that's not what's happened. Yeah, the last time it was 39 nothing, I think, when they played in the Dome. Is that right, Kenny? I think it Sounds was. Sounds right. Yeah, I've got all yeah. the matchups, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a beatdown. And, uh, you know, they come to New Orleans, go to Bourbon Street, have fun, bring 30,000 people to the game, sit in the air condition, watch a route, and then go home. And, uh, you know, it's not going to be like that anymore. And the one thing that's going to happen, if Tulane, if Tulane upsets this team today, 
all right what's that going to do is that's going to send a message to all the other schools who are considering scheduling them and coming here that you should and so it's a it's a double-edged sword sword today because if they win it's a huge win for the organization and of course you know immediately even though there's uh, umpteen weeks left in the season people are going to start talking about them as the as the top-ranked group of five team that could perhaps get in the playoff. You know that's coming if they win today. Uh, but, I mean, it's such a long season. I, you know, that, that, kind of, that kind of chatter is, is extremely premature. But the one thing that's going to happen is, is that I think every coach in America who, who was called by this school and said, hey, let's play a home-and-home home, probably won't want to come here and play. And, you know, and that, that doesn't have, to me, as much to do with the stadium as it does with the team. Because I've been to a lot of bad football games here over the years. Everybody's talking about what a great home field advantage this was. Well, the only thing I would tell you is, is that in 1998, Tulane had their best team ever. Maybe not as good as last year's team. Last year's team was really good too. But Tulane had one of their best teams ever. They were undefeated and they played in the Superdome. And as I've said before a million times, I've never seen a stadium make a tackle. I just never have. Ole Miss has won the last 12 meetings in this series. And earlier this week, I wrote a feature story hearkening back to the 1979 victory for Tulane when they crushed Ole Miss 49-15 in the Superdome. And I talked to Bob Becknell and talked to Reggie Reginelli and to the 4K brothers reminiscing about that game. It's gotten a lot of reaction. Uh, and some people have really enjoyed it and responded to it. But I think, and my point is, of all the games that Tulane and Ole Miss have played since then, this is the best Tulane team to face Ole Miss since that 1979 team. Yeah, I mean, I, I, would, I would say that, you know, the 79 team was special. Uh, they were they were they were a really really good club, and um, you know so um, yeah I mean they were they were really good. I think that's the team that lost to lost to Penn State by six points in the Liberty Bowl. Nine to, right? nine to six, nine to six, nine to six. Okay, while well, I was there, it was freezing that day, and one thing I remember is uh, Buddy Deliberto wanted to gamble on the game, and he called me like he had me call him like every ten minutes to let let him know what the weather looked like whether it was snowing or not, because it was, it was like in the high 30s or whatever. It was a miserable day in mm -hmm. Memphis. It was very cold. But anyhow, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, look, this is, this is a really good, this is a good two-lane team. They have a lot of depth. They have really good players. And, you know, and, you know, they've got it going. And they, they've got to, and, you know, you got you to give the president here a little credit because if, if, if the previous president were here, none of this would be happening. There would be no discussion about an indoor practice facility or a bubble. There would be no discussion about renovating and coaches' offices. And there's no way they'd be paying a coach over $2 million a year. That would never happen. He would never let anyone on campus be bigger than he is. And, uh, and it wouldn't be happening. So, you know, I, I think that, you know, I don't, I don't know how much of an advocate that President Fitz is for athletics, but I, I do know that he's that he's allowed this to happen and and for that I give him credit because there was a guy in the 70s here who let that happen his name was Shelvin Hackney and he was a tremendous president and he believed in athletics and he wanted to see it succeed which is is not like a lot of people on this campus it's 
the Three Tailgater Show. Ed Daniels, Ken Trahan, 504-260-1061 to join us when we return. We'll start the second hour by talking about the matchup today. Then we'll talk about LSU and the Tigers. They play Grambling and, of course, then the Saints extensively. So all of that's still to come as our second hour begins in just a moment. 504-260-1061. Back in a moment here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks Vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> So you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Life Resources Ministries exists for showing men the way, building men to spiritual maturity, and preparing God's people for service. Life Resources Ministries has Bible studies in person and via Skype throughout the metro area, along with outreaches weekly on Wednesdays at Piccadilly Cafeteria on Clearview Parkway in Metairie. There are business forums and fellowship meetings as well. Life Resources also puts on major outreach prep breakfast with national speakers up to four to five times per year. Visit us online at liferesources.net. Life Resources Ministries, leaders investing for eternity. Meet Bruce. Hey there. He's a busy soccer dad who's trying hard to learn the game. Go for the end zone! Whoops. Luckily, other things come easy, like banking with Chase. On a tip from his banker, he set up Autosave in the Chase mobile app. So what are you saving for, Bruce? Father-daughter soccer camp. Smart bankers, convenient tools, one bank with the power of both. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Autosave requires a Chase checking and savings account. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Paid for by Lexicon Services. At Diamonds Direct, nobody tells our story better than our own associates. I hear from customers that come in how shocked they are. They're able to, only with Diamonds Direct, afford a diamond that they never in their wildest dreams thought they'd be able to get. People are just thrilled with what we offer. I have exponentially more to choose from. The resources that we have, all the way from our wholesale roots, really untouchable. When you come here to Diamonds Direct, you know it's something special. You know it's something that is one of a kind, and you got that at such a phenomenal value. To be a jeweler and have this kind of firepower, we have all these mountings, all this selection, all these diamonds, and incredible prices. It's just unmatched. And I think our customers appreciate that we are so open and honest about every part of this process. What they're surprised by is the extent that we go to to provide an unparalleled, luxurious shopping experience. This company has a 60-year heritage in diamond cutting, diamond mining, diamond wholesaling. So there's no possible way to get any closer to the source than with Diamonds Direct. We won't be undersold. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. DiamondsDirect.com. 
For 17 years, the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl has been proud to support one of the area's great traditions, high school football, and the Prep Football Player of the Week Award. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl's weekly recognition of excellence on the field by high school student athletes reflects our understanding of the importance of athletics in the development of our youth. The Prep Player of the Year will be presented the Ronald D. Gardner Award on the field of the Caesar Superdome during the 2023 RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl on Saturday, December 16th. Tickets available now at NewOrleansBowl.com. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. The second hour begins. It's the Three Tailgater Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and at CrescentCitySports.com. Be a part of the show now. Call 504 260 1061. Back to Ken Trahan and Ed Daniels. Second hour begins. Of course, the matchup, Tulane and Ole Miss. Uh, number 20, Ole Miss. Number 24, Tulane. Seven and a half favorite, Ole Miss at this point. I mean, if you're looking at the matchup, of course, we talked about Michael Pratt. Uh, Jackson Dart, last week, 334 yards passing, four touchdowns, played less than three quarters in what was a basic scrimmage. So Ole Miss defeated Mercer 73-7. to I mean, that was about as easy as it got. Uh, what you did see was the ability. This team can score uh, the 73-point score with the most under Lane Kiffin, tied for seventh in school history uh, in Ole Miss history. Now Tulane, you know, forced four turnovers last week. You know, that's something you really hung your hat on. Two fumble recoveries, two interceptions in the game, and that was huge. And, you know, Tulane did a good job against the run game. They held South Alabama to 75 yards rushing. So uh, with the matchup, I think first off, Ed, you, you've got to make Ole Miss one-dimensional. You've got to take the runaway. That's hard to do because uh, the Rebels have really good running backs. Well, I mean, you know, Quinchon Junkins, Judkins is a, uh, is a very, very good player. I mean, you know, we saw him in Baton Rouge last year in person, and he's, he's, he's a tremendous talent. And, you know, I, I think that the thing that, that, that Tulane has to do is is they they've just got to they've got to score. Uh, you, I don't think you're going to win this game. You know, it's not going to be 20 to 17. It's 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 not. And I think you got to you got to you got to score. But the one thing I, I think that they're counting on today is the one thing that they're really counting on today is the heat. And you know they've practiced in this heat. They they're ready for it. And uh, they think that it has not been. As, as warm in Oxford, Mississippi as it's been in New Orleans. I don't know that, okay? I know there was a cold, cool front or two that, 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 you know, was in that area, but they feel that the South Louisiana heat today at 2.30 is going to be a real, um, a real edge in the second half. But, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to, to, to control the line of scrimmage and to be able to lean on guys to make that happen. But I just think, you know, Ole Miss is a really good team. And they, uh, they, 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 they move the football. The, you know, the problem they get into in the SEC, uh, frankly, is when they run into a situation where they're out-athleted. And I don't know if that's going to be the case here today. I think, you know, Tulane has a, has a really – a really solid football team, but I think athlete-wise, you know, this is not going to be one of those situations where Ole Miss is up against an Alabama, an LSU, a Georgia, 
and they're in a situation where maybe the other team just has too many good players. So if they're not in that situation, then, you know, I think Tulane's going to have to score to keep up. And then, you know, you look at another key matchup, Trey Harris, last week for Ole Miss. He caught four touchdown passes. And Tulane has Jarius Monroe, so you got to figure Monroe's probably going to match up there with Harris. So you got the good running backs at Ole Miss. You got the good receivers, too. So, you know, you've, you've, you're not going to stop this team. You've got to slow them down, correct? Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, they, you know, Lane, Lane Kiffin is a, has, has, some, has some good players. I don't know how good a runner Dart is. I, I just think that Judkins is a really, really good player. And, you know, he, he didn't get a lot of carries last week. I, I think when, when uh, you know, when, when Shieldwood was at Troy last year, he did a pretty good job defensively against against their running game. I think they held him, held him down pretty good. But, um, you know, I, Lane Kiffin is a really, really good coach, and he's a really good offensive coach. And, you know, they're going to score. They're going to move the football. That, that's their lifeblood. It's not playing defense. It's, it's kind of like USC. I'm not saying it's going to be 46-45, but if Michael Pratt can play and he's reasonably sound, then, you know, this game could wound, wind up easily in the 30s. But, again, I, I, don't, I don't know about whether he's, what he's going to do and what he's going to be like out here. 504-260-1061. Joe is in Mandeville. Hi, Joe. Thanks for the call, and welcome to the show. Good morning. Ed, Ken. Hey, buddy. I'm already pacing in front of the TV. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a long wait. I'm sitting here trying to figure out what I'm going to do about this Spectrum ordeal, but my God. Uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go ahead and do YouTube, get this. But speaking of that, I was just saying, it just surprises me about these professors and the university officials about how they don't want to invest in their athletic uniform. I mean, uh, the program itself and you, you got to thank god that this guy has left Tulane and let this new president take over you know well so, you know look um, yeah you know, it's all at a, at a private school at a, you know joe look at a, at a place like texas that you love and a, you know as a state school like that when, when you're they're not going to allow the football team to, to be like the football program here was for many years, where it was grossly underfunded and, and really, um, you know, treated very poorly by the university. They, they didn't have any problem. When they were two and 10 or uh, three and nine or four and eight, they, they had no problem with all of that, okay? It, but oh. at, a, at a private school, okay, at a private school, um, it, it's all, and especially at this place, it's all about the president. And, you know, the one thing that, that the president allowed was when he came here is that, you know, he allowed them to just about double the athletic budget. And it's a lot bigger than it used to be. So, you know, Troy Dannon, who's the athletic director, has had a lot more to work with. And they're gonna do some more things to their facility. But, you know, to me, one of the reasons why SMU's going to the ACC and Tulane wasn't even considered, is because the 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 abject neglect of the program for from 1998 to about you know about eight years ago when Willie Fritz came here and they made a commitment to try to get better. Uh, you know, I you, you can't tell me you know and that and the one thing they can do is the only thing they can do right now is just keep winning. 
and if there is a, a shuffling of the deck at some point in the future, maybe they would have a chance. But you got to make a commitment to to doing a lot of stuff, and you know they'll they'll get a ton, they'll get millions of dollars of free advertising this afternoon because a lot of people will be watching this game because it's two ranked teams, and they'll get a ton of free advertising just like they did for the Cotton Bowl. So, you know, it's nice to see. Yeah, you know, I'll never forget the time when the accountant at uh, UT, he was a professor teaching accounting, was howling about the coach's salary. And Red McComb, who had just donated a lot of money to the athletic department, went ahead and donated a lot of money to the business community and ceremoniously had him removed. Okay? <laughs> it was a yeah, power well, play like I've never seen. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, look, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, at, at LSU... At LSU, athletics is self-sustaining, and football pays the bills. A an LSU home game pays the bills for a lot of things during right. the season. And you know what? They're going up on parking and they're going up on tickets. Well, you know, people people in my office, not in the sports office, because we were we were running around like chickens with our head cut off yesterday, like we always do on Friday. But people in our in our newsroom were talking about. The, the price increases and all the things that are potentially going on up there. And you know what? That's the price of doing business. They just gave the, the, the basketball coach a $32 million contract. So uh -huh. guess what? Guess who's going to pay for that? Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I don't have any – look, I don't have any problem with it. If you don't want to pay for it, okay, if you don't want to pay for it, stay home. All the, game, all the games are on television. But people want to come to the games because they want high-quality, you know, sports. They want high-quality entertainment. And that's a choice yeah. you make. I'll never forget uh, the professor at Southeastern. She was also working at LSU. <laughs> and she said, you know, she said once uh, they were griping about Jerry Stovall's contract. And why are you paying all this money to the football coach? And I think it was Joe Dean. Joe Dean said, if you can bring 85000 in the stadium, we'll pay you that money, too. It was so funny. No, like, I mean, they don't you know, get look, it. No, no, no. I mean, look, look, it's, 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 it's two worlds that are completely different, okay? You yeah. have the world of academia with tenured professors. And I'm not knocking that, okay? They educate people. That's if, if that's what you if this is what you choose for a, your child to go to a high quality private institution, then this is a very fine school. And I'm not knocking it at all. It's it's outstanding. OK, great. But my point all these years and I'm 66 years old, my my point since I've been about six. OK, is <laughs> is is that is that you can do that and still be good in athletics. <laughs> and 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 Cowan never believed in that. He didn't want to believe in it. And guess what? It's happening today, regardless of the outcome. It's happening here today, and it's proving him wrong. Okay, y'all can piddle around with LSU and Grambling. I need your take on LSU and Tech. I mean uh, Alabama and Texas, because I've already stuck my neck out there in Tuscaloosa, and I'm praying to God they pull it off. I'll let you go. Well, All right, Joe. Thank you. Well, you know, Texas knows what they're getting. Mil Milrow is a running quarterback, and um, you know they're gonna they're gonna try to be uh, a downhill team that comes right at them. And if Texas wants to be a, a a championship team, then 
you know, they're going to have to move the football. Ewers is going to have to have a really nice game. And they're going to have to play some defense. I mean, there's, there's – and, and they did last year. They did an excellent job. They lost They lost Ewers early in the game and still should have won. <clears throat> Alabama was lucky to win last year, and they had Bryce Young. So, you know, if Texas is as good as they, they think they are physically, I think they have a chance to win the game. Yeah, listen, I do too. Uh, just based on last year's game – uh, Texas really outplayed them much of the way and could have easily won the game. Now, that was at home, but and Texas did have B. John Robinson, and Ewers got hurt, and Alabama really kind of scuffled in that game offensively, but they found enough to get the game their way, and they were fortunate to do it. So, no, I give Texas a chance. It's hard to pick against Alabama at home. That goes without saying. And Jalen yes. Milrow, Jalen Milrow played well last week, okay? Uh, it was against you know, a, a, you know, a lesser opponent, so, but he did play pretty well, and he can move around uh, the versatility, the ability to escape and, and make plays with your, your feet, your legs, obviously is important. Look, it's a tough, it's a tough game. I mean, it's hard to pick against Alabama at home, and I know they can be beaten in their stadium, and, and that happens, but it's, it's not an easy thing to do. I just think it's a monumental opportunity for Texas. I mean, for Texas to get, you know, past where they are, which has been at that, I'd say, the second level most recently, to get to that upper echelon, to get to the top 10 or 15 where they're ranked right now, legitimately, they're going to have to beat a team of this nature at some point. I mean, they're going to have to. Can they do it? Yeah, I think they can. Will they do it? I'd probably give a slightly in Alabama, Ed. Yeah, I would too. I mean, you know, look, these are these are the games you're measured by, all right. Um, you know, you're favored to win your league, I think, uh, pretty substantially. You know, Oklahoma did not have a very good year last year. Uh, TCU does not have their quarterback this year. You know, the the uh, the you know, so Colorado's not 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 in the 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 uh, Big Twelve yet. So Texas is the favorite in their league, but when when you look at a at a, a these games that get you to the to a new level, this is one of those games. It's just like Tulane last year when they beat USC in the Cotton Bowl. That was a next level appearance. Am I right? Absolutely. Yeah. That and that's the, hey, that's what this game is here today. It's one of those next level games. Can can you compete? with a nationally ranked team from the Southeastern Conference and beat them. That's what this game is all about today. You know, it's, that's what it's about. You know, where, who are you really? We know you, you won your league, but, but who are you really? And look, Cincinnati, Central Florida, and Houston are all facing that this year. Who are you? Yeah, listen, I agree, and I think that – Again, you know, the simplistic terminology about this one in terms of who wins is look at the turnover margin and see what transpires there. I got it. You know, the quarterback experience edge to Texas unquestionably in this game. And I think another year down the road with Sarkeesian certainly puts them in a better position as well. But again, going into Tuscaloosa and winning uh, is very tough. Teams that go there all the time and play there that are good enough have a chance to go win a game there, whether it's been LSU or Texas A&M or, you know, you can name a, a few teams of that nature. But again, uh, it's very difficult to be able to do this. And, and again, I want to see what Jalen Milrow is all about against better competition too. So there's a lot of question marks about this game in my mind. I don't think it's, 
I don't think it's a slam dunk in this game at all. That's why I think Texas has a real shot. But it's kind of one of those scenarios that I utilize in terms of discussing these things all the time, which is, you know, you're, you're innocent until proven guilty or guilty until proven innocent, if you will. And that is that, you know, Alabama is innocent until proven guilty playing at home. And Texas is guilty until proven innocent until they can beat one of these teams. Does that make sense? Oh, sure. I don't think there's there's any question about that. Look, you know, you got to you got to have you got to be able to, to to get over the hump. And you know, you you look at last year for LSU. They they beat Florida on the road. That that was a, a good win. That kind of got them started. They beat Ole Miss at 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 home. That was a good win against a good team. But you know, the the, the 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 credibility victory in that whole season is what they did against Alabama, and really, it all that winning the West came down to one point: the two-point conversion. If Mason Taylor doesn't catch that pass, if Jaden Daniels doesn't make a perfect throw, well, guess what? We're talking about LSU as a is a pretty good team trying to get over the hump, and they still got a bunch of humps to get over with. But last year, you know, that was a signature win, and. That's what these games are. LSU grambling just for a few minutes here. Look, obviously an overmatched situation, a chance to evaluate. Realistically, this is probably the game that you wanted to see LSU play last week. LSU keeps playing these openers against UCLA, against you know Florida State twice. Now they've lost them all. Uh, when you'd like to get that game under your, your belt to get some experience to find out who you are before you play that type of competition. I haven't been able to do that. But this is that game today. They will get a chance to play a lot of people and, and maybe get a better look at some people and get a better idea as to who they really are. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, I, I don't have any problem with these opening games. I, you know, in, if, you, if you lose them, they're, they're not a good thing. If you win them, they're a great thing. And, and that's the risk you take for the money. What, what are they getting, five, six million to play these games? Um, you know, and that's, that's what it, I think it was like six million last year at the Superdome. And, you know, I, I don't have any problem with those games because they're, they're high risk and high reward. Remember in 2011, they crushed Oregon. And that, that told you that that was a team that was ready to compete for a championship. You know, I'll, I'll never forget Kenny standing on the sideline at AT&T Stadium before the game. We were doing a live pregame show. And I saw Oregon run out and I said, okay, where is their alignment? And, and that was their whole team. And then LSU came out, and they had 30 guys who were bigger than them and just as fast. And I was like, ooh, the other team could be in trouble. And that was, you know, that was the beginning of a, one of the greatest regular seasons in the history of college football, what LSU did that year. Unfortunately, they couldn't finish it in the last game and played very poorly and were totally outplayed. But, um, you know, I don't have any problem with these games. And they're playing one next year against USC in, in Vegas. And, you know, if, if they want to compete for a championship at some point, then, you know, these are the games you got to win. You can't duck people forever. You can't. And, you know, having had a chance to really go back over last week and look at that game again, just to, you know, just to rehash it briefly. Look, uh, they got beat by a better team. Uh, they got outcoached. They got outplayed. Second half was abysmal. Uh, they, they, the adjustments were made on one side. Uh, but I do think talent won out uh, in the second half. LSU should have been up a couple of scores in the first half. All the red zones, 
penetrations and not getting a, coming away with points just in retrospect killed them. If they, they get a two-score lead, it's a different animal with the way that game unfolds, but they did not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the takeaways are obvious. Their cornerback position, we've talked about it for months and months. It's exactly what we thought it was, a real concern. And it will be moving forward. The conjecture about how to use Harold Perkins is going to continue. Mm-hmm. I understand you want him to be a more well-rounded player, but he has that one skill uh, that is superb and wasn't utilized enough in that game or where he lined up for that matter or how they yeah. used him, period. Well, you know what, Kenny? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's something else here, too, okay? And you tell me what you think, okay? I hate analytics, okay? Maybe I'm just an old curmudgeon, okay? I, I, or whatever, whatever. I, but I, I'm not an analytics guy because, you know what, I know the analytics probably told you at the one-and-a-half-yard line or in the first series to go for it, all right? But you know what? I would have kicked the field goal. I don't, I, don't, I don't have any problem with three points there. And I think that, that could have been utilized a couple of times that would have put pressure on the other team and made it a completely different game. And, and I just, you know, I'm, I, don't, I don't know what the card tells you to do, okay, but that stuff drives me nuts because the one thing it doesn't tell you is what the game looks like at that time. And it looked like at that point that LSU was going to have a, a hard time moving their front, right? I would have taken the three points and moved on and kept playing. Yeah, they passed on a couple of field goals uh, in that first half, and obviously it changed. But I, I do believe this, and I know it's it's early, but Florida State to me is is primed to possibly go undefeated. I mean, I they're really good uh, in pretty much all areas, and and their schedule favors them, and especially after watching Clemson the other night, I think Florida State's in for a big year. Well, that would be great because um, they've had a great program over the years. And um, I know they want to get in the SEC. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But in the meantime, um, they obviously did very, very well in the portal. And they have a very good quarterback. So, and I think they're, they're good up front. And, you know, they, they, they certainly have a chance. The thing that, that just blew me away is how bad Clemson played against Duke. Man. That was, that was bad football by them. But it was terrible football, and they don't believe in a transfer portal. And yeah. you're not going to live and die by it, but you got you have to engage Well, I mean, it. you know, look, you I mean, it, you know, you know they, they, they better get realistic about that, all right? Mm-hmm. They gotta, they, I mean, I, I, look at, uh, I look at the roster here today for, for uh, you know, Tulane University and their, their uh, you know, their – they're too deep. I'm looking at offense. Shoddy Clayton Johnson, Shedro Lewis. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just going down down the line here. Cam Wire, Prince Pines. Uh, you know, I, you, you just you just look at all the guys that they that they have. Patrick Jenkins, who is a very good player here. I mean, you, Tyler Grubbs is is going to be even more important now that Corey Platt is hurt. Uh, Cam Pettisclough. I, I'm just looking. I'm, a, I'm looking. Jarius Monroe. You just go down the list, and and all the guys. Lance Robinson, Valentino Ambrosio. I mean, I'm just going down the list of all the guys who are key contributors here, who came from somewhere else. And the one thing that Tulane has done is they've done an excellent job in the portal, and uh, that the portal has been a friend to them. Now I know they've lost some people. Jaden Kennedy, of course, not here. Jeffrey Johnson, who went to Oklahoma, 
And I feel bad about that because he missed out on a chance to be on a championship team. They're really talented uh, defensive tackle. They've lost a few guys, but the portal has really benefited them. There's no doubt about it. So my take on LSU is it's still a pretty good team. Uh, how good of a team it, it is remains to be seen. The way they bounced back last year from getting beat by Florida State, the way they bounced back from getting humbled by Tennessee tells me that they can do it again under Brian Kelly, who's an even-keeled guy with an even-keeled approach. I know fans are all over him right now, and I get it, but he's the same guy that won 10 games for you last year uh, with, a, you know, with a very small roster and with new players and new quarterback and everything else. So well, you know, I mean, give him you know, a chance, man. Yeah, people – I mean, you know, we were doing that post-game show on television last Sunday, and some guy said, "Should they fire him at the stadium or wait till he gets off the plane in Baton Rouge?" Yeah, I, I hear was you. like, I was like, you know what? This is a guy who truly believes that, which is unsettling to think that someone actually thinks that way. But you know, I mean, hey, that's that's the unrealistic nature of what we're dealing with here. Well, it is. I mean, it would be nice to see Logan Diggs and even John Emery play, because I think those are their two most talented backs, with all due respect uh, to the others that they have. And, you know, of course, it would be nice to see Mason Smith play as well. Uh, also, I think the right side of LSU's offensive line wasn't very good uh, watching that tape again. So I think, you know, there's, there's things there uh-huh. that they can improve on and that they're going to have to improve on. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to have to be better, no question about it. And you know what? But after, after uh, you know, early October last year, I, I left the stadium after the Tennessee game, and I thought the world was over. I mean, I, I, really, I really thought we had reached the end of the world. Mm-hmm. They had lost to Tennessee, and they were completely done. And this yep. was a football program in shambles, and they never went again. And then, then, then four weeks later, they were the greatest thing since sliced bread. So the truth is probably somewhere in between. 260-1061, the number to call. Terry is in Slidell. Terry, thanks for your patience. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, yeah, I'm still waiting for my sweet tickets, man, for the Tulane game. I got my Tulane shirt on and my LSU hat, <laughs> and I go to <laughs> Ole Miss tennis, man, I'm, and I'm still waiting for my tickets, from. Well, you know what? As, a, as, a, as an LSU guy, who do you pull for today? Oh, I'm pulling for Tulane, man. There you go. There you go. You never I got thought you. you'd hear me say that, but I'm pulling, like you said, asked me last week, I despise Ole Miss. I always hate the hottie toddy, gosh almighty's and I can't really say what I really, you know, you know. I understand. About I, I, I understand. I understand. Yeah, well, but, you know what? I have somebody in my family who has two degrees from Louisiana State University who feels the same way. Yeah, your wife. You told you said that last week. But anyway, you know, I I, I was almost right. They, you know, they they fell on their face whenever they you know picked to do something right away. It, it, it was really depressing, but they lost the game in the first quarter. If they get those, if they get those two touchdowns, I mean, they went in the red zone five times. They only got uh, 17 points out of that, and they were in there five times. And one time they were inside the five-yard line, and they ran four plays inside the five and couldn't get it in the end zone. What I didn't understand is why didn't they run the same play they ran against Alabama for the two-point conversion, roll him out and, and hit um, Tom, I mean, um you know what bothered me the most terry let me tell you what bothered me the most 31 straight points okay yeah, I, to, yeah. from a from a competing standpoint okay 
from a competing standpoint, this is LSU. That should never happen, okay? Should never happen against anyone in the country, all right? This is, they, they have too much talent on their team. I know they have a lot of new guys, and I, I respect what Brian Kelly said after the game about all the new players they have from the portal and freshmen and all of that stuff. But, uh, you know, to me, I, you know, maybe, maybe like I said, maybe I'm out of touch with reality, but I, but I think there's something special about wearing that uniform, okay? And I, I, think, I think you represent something great when you put that helmet and that uniform on. And 31 points in the second half, to me, it was not competing, okay? And that's the thing that I found most disturbing, is that they you let the I'm other team just, just beat the living dog out of them. And you know what? That should never happen there. And I underline never 20 times. That should never happen to an LSU team ever. There's only a couple of times I've seen it done, and they were both done by Florida schools. One was Florida State the other day, and the other one was a long time ago, and uh, the old ball coach is coaching uh, LSU, coaching yeah. Florida. The old ball, uh, yeah. old ball coach liked to run it up pretty good, you know. He, he, oh, yeah, he, he loves it. He loves the two yeah. teams he loved to beat more than anybody else was yeah. Florida and was LSU because LSU had a chance to get him. And, of course, the uh, violent queers, or violent kids, excuse me, um, because they never recruited him out of, out of Johnson City. Town. Well, you know, look, I mean, you know, look. You know, Urban liked to do that too. Okay, he wasn't exactly. No, I know. He he didn't he didn't exactly uh, uh, step off the pedal at all. So I mean, look when it when it comes to those people, you're 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 not going to get any. You know, I mean, I I, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, I mean, look, if 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 LSU could beat Florida 160 to nothing, I'd be all for it. Okay. Oh, me too. But, but, but you know what? That, that's. But what I'm what I'm what I'm saying is is that uh, uh, you know. That should never happen to to a team that has won three national championships in the last 20 years. That should never happen to any organization that that has that kind of pedigree. It just it just wouldn't. I you know I don't know. I you know I I think back to to all the years uh, that Alabama has been great under Saban. I, you know I I can't remember too many times when they've been in that situation. And you know and, and I'm. And I'm sure. Look, believe me, the head coach is a winner. He's won everywhere he's been, and you know, and he ain't gonna. I, I don't think he's gonna stand for that. And I think that you know what you'll see is by the time they get back to conference play next year, next week, you'll you'll see some you'll see some significant changes. You know, another thing too, guys. Y'all talk about you know the changing of the way the landscape of college football. Well. You look at LSU's schedule next year. I don't know if y'all discussed it or not. They open up with USC, and two weeks later, they play UCLA. You tell me another SEC school, and they got to play Oklahoma and Alabama. So you tell me another SEC mm -hmm. school that plays all those big-time programs in one year. I don't think Georgia's played. Uh, uh, I don't think Georgia's ever going out of the state of uh, Georgia to play a big-time football team. And, uh, and well, I, and, well and I mean, you know, I mean. I mean, they have the easiest. They have the easiest schedule of any of any contending uh, Who's that? team. Georgia. I mean, they have. Oh, yeah, they have of course. A, they, play. They, they don't they have, have to get up for. Uh, they, there's well, one game they got to get up for, for the whole season, except for the SEC championship, and that's the Tennessee game in Knoxville. Well, so you know what, Terry? Would you rather watch? Would you rather watch LSU and UCLA or LSU against Mercer? 
I'd rather see LSU against UCLA. At least yeah, well, win. That, that, but, uh, that's, hey, that's exactly my I'm point. Putting, I'm putting my vote in for Coach of the Year in college football. It's a ready-to-done deal. Deion Sanders is going to be Coach of the Year, man. You know, that one game, he, he just no problem going to win the National Coach of the Year just up that one football game. Well, and I look, and I under, I understand. I mean, I understand all the talk about him, and he deserves all the credit in the world. But I think one of the guys also who is doing an, uh, has done an unbelievable job at a place that doesn't win very much. Okay, one when Spurrier was there, but they don't win very much. One someone Coach Cutcliffe was there is what Mike Elko has done at Duke. Holy smoke! I mean that they were they were winless in the ACC two years ago. And and on Monday night they beat they beat Clemson and they they beat them solidly. I mean you got to you, you know got to give the guy a lot of credit for do, being able to pull that off. Definitely. I, I tell you, you know, like all the other all the big time schools, you know, we got beat by Florida State. Clemson is saying they got to really be down, and they got beat by Duke. TCU got beat by you know by primetime, and it's not. There's a lot of schools that that played big-time games early, and they lost. South Carolina lost. Had a great season last year, but they got beat by North Carolina. That's the difference between real, playing real football teams and playing Ball State and, where, where, uh, you know, heard the Mississippi State fans, oh, man, we had that big old win, and Ole Miss had that big old win. Well, you play Mercer and somebody else, and you score 70, and that's why I really think I, I just, they just came up on the thing that Michael Pratt's a game time decision, so I don't know yeah. if you heard that yet. No, that's but, that's yeah. been up that's that's been up there for all, all morning, and we talked about it last hour. But yeah, yeah I, I know I listened to it, and mm-hmm. I, yep. I, you know, I never thought I'd ever say the word "go wave," mm-hmm. but I am today. It's <laughs> roll wave, roll wave, but roll it's all wave, good. I love it, man. Always a pleasure, Terry. Thank you, buddy. All right, we'll take a brief time out. It's 504-260-1061. Back in a moment, we'll talk Saints here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Hold up. You're using Swiffer Power Mop? <laughs> what would mom say? Oh, she'd be like, a mopping bucket is the only way to deep clean your floors. And I'd be like, mom, this is the new Swiffer Power Mop. The all-in-one that gets you a mopping bucket clean in half the time. She'd never believe you. I'd say, look, the solution's built right in, so no heavy bucket. And the pad has hundreds of scrubbing strips to get into grout lines. That's why you're the smart one. Really? What? Mom said it. The new Swiffer Power Mop. Don't mop harder, mop smarter. 
Erica, you bought a metal roof from Walker Metals. What made you go that route instead of shingles? I love my new roof from Walker Metals. It has added beauty and value to my home. It was installed right over my old shingles. The staff was so friendly. They walked me through the process and helped me choose the best color to match my house. This was the best decision I made. I save on my utility bills and my homeowner's insurance. If you need a new roof, think outside the shingles. Walker Metals has 12 colors to choose from with a 40-year rust warranty and Galloon Plus with a 20-year warranty against rusting. Call Walker Metals, 225-791-7791. Stop by and talk to the friendly folks or visit walkermetalroofing.com. You'll love your new metal roof from Walker. They look great, last forever, and are more resistant to wind, fire, and hail. Visit walkermetalroofing.com or call 225-791-7791 or just stop by. Walker Metals is your source for quality metal roofing. Louisiana manufactured, Louisiana proud. We know life can hit us with the unexpected when losing a loved one. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service is here to help. You're never alone. Simple direct cremation for only $1,195. That's right, only $1,195 with no hidden charges or fees. Please give us a call at 504-218-5554 or visit our website at NewOrleansCremationService.com. Great service with an exceptional price guarantee. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service, celebrating life. This is your weekly forum for genuine substantive talk with a focus on fairness and facts. Time to share your passion on the Three Tailgaters Show here on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Call 504-260-1061. The New Orleans Saints and the Tennessee Titans season opener tomorrow at noon in Caesar Superdome. The Saints, by the way, are signing Cesar Ruiz to a four-year contract extension worth a maximum of $44 million, including $30 million guaranteed, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN. Ruiz gets almost 70% of his deal guaranteed after having his fifth-year option decline. All right, Ed, so any thought of you know, the Saints not being happy with Cesar Ruiz, you can forget about that. Clearly, they were pleased with the progress they saw from him last season. Well, you know what that tells you about the other guy? Of course. That's yeah. obvious. The other guy being Andres Pete. Yeah. So well, I mean, you know, look. Um, uh, hey, we'll we'll see if they're if they're uh, if they're justified. Um, you know, um, and and what they what they uh, what they've given him, and you know, um, I, look, it's it's obvious that the Saints, as an organization, covet linemen. They draft them. They try to retain them. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, they got. They signed McCoy to a contract extension. Yep. They signed Ramchek to a giant extension. They signed um, Ruiz to an extension. If Penning plays well, they'll sign him to an extension. It wouldn't surprise me a bit if they drafted an offensive lineman in the first round next year. Again. Yeah, look, it's what they believe in. It's been their approach, their philosophy, and it's worked. But they're telling you that they like Ruiz. And, yeah, look, I expect James Hurst – We'll get the first snap at left tack, uh, left guard tomorrow. Is that what you feel? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I got to believe that's going to be the case uh, over Andres Pete. So let's hope that the Ruiz contract decision doesn't turn out like the Pete contract decision that took place previously. All right, as far as the matchup is concerned, I guess one of the biggest concerns for the Saints would be running back. You know, Kendry Miller's hurt, and of course Alvin Kamara suspended. 
and you've got Jamal Williams. I mean, to me, uh, that has to be their biggest concern going in. Without a doubt. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, how many carries can you give Jamal Williams tomorrow? Do you think they'll use Taysom Hill in that role? Yes. I was just getting ready to say that. That's a, that's a great – I mean, I've got to think, Kenny, that they've known that they were going to be in this situation for a while. And um, they know exactly, you know, what what to do and what and uh, you know Pete Carmichael is a guy who's prepared and you know I I just think that they're they're gonna they're gonna be a, a little bit of a different team you know with without without Kamara and without Miller two guys that they were counting on so I I think that they're gonna use Taysom Hill but you know I I mean I I just also think that the, the whole season leans on Derek Carr. I mean, we know what kind of team the Saints have. I think they're they're a pretty good NFL team. And if the quarterback's good, then they've got a chance to be a good ball club. But I do think it's interesting. One of the one of the uh, Vegas shops had the Saints at thirty three to one in March to go to the Super Bowl, right? Now they have them at forty to one. Well, what's happened in the last six months for those odds? To actually, you know, decrease. Well, what, better, better, better's impact that too. So, right. I mean, obviously, there's, there's that. But I, I mean, I don't put much stock in that. I don't think anybody views them as a Super Bowl team uh, at this point. Which is not to say that things couldn't change and they could really develop as that team and, and and be healthy and catch a break or two and be a real contender. That's not out of the question. Uh, but it's also not out of the question they could be an eight-win team. So. Look, I mean, again, we've talked about it incessantly. There's five to six top-shelf teams. One of them got beat the other night, Kansas City. Detroit might be one of those. Uh, then there's another 18 to 20 teams that are all in that same, that same basket. And who emerges from it uh, will determine whether or not you're that. The Saints are hoping they're that. A lot of people think they can be. Some think they won't be. And, again, injuries have a lot to do with it. Very thin at running back. They signed Tony Jones to practice squad. You know, and obviously they, they need to mitigate this for the first week or two. But the big disappointment here is Kendry Miller. He got here hurt, and he's hurt again. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's, again, that's an investment. A third-round pick on as a running back, back and a yeah. running back in the NFL is an investment. And yes. right now, uh, th this is a disappointment. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I think one of the things that has to happen, though, for the Saints to be better this year, Kenny, is I think Dennis Allen has to coach differently. I think he has okay. to be more. I think he has to be more aggressive. If you go back and again, I'm not a big analytics guy. Yeah. If you go back and read the analytics last year, uh, he was one of the most conservative coaches in the NFL in in fourth down situations, in in those situations that require risk. And I thought it was interesting the other night. I'm not advocating for it, but again, the analytics would tell Dan Campbell never to fake a punt on the 18-yard line in the first quarter on fourth and two. But guess what? They faked the punt. They made it. They drove the they drove the length of the field and scored a touchdown. And they won the game. So mm -hmm. so I mean, that's a guy that's a guy who said, you know what? I believe in my team. And he did and he went for it on fourth down later in the game near midfield. They didn't make it, but their defense got a stop. 
And I think players feed off of that kind of stuff. And they want to see that you have confidence in them. And when he, when, he, when he ran the fake punt on the 18-yard line, I was like, wow, you don't see that in the NFL very often. But, you know, I, I think that uh, the Detroit Lions look like a different team. They look like a different organization. And, you know, they've gotten better. They've gotten better players, no question. Jared Goff looks like a different quarterback, right? And I think that is a direct result of the confidence that the head coach breeds throughout the entire organization. All right, 504-260-1061. We'll get to your calls next. A brief timeout. Ken and Ed, three tailgate show continues in a moment here on Nash Icon 106.1 FM. Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 106.1 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. People who shop at Diamonds Direct for diamonds and engagement rings can't believe the prices. They blew everybody else out of the water. I saved between $1,500 and $2,000. Came here first, got a really good price, went around everywhere else, and it wasn't really even close. I looked online, I'd actually shopped a couple of local stores. They could not begin to touch the size, the quality, or the pricing. Crazy the deal that we got. Couldn't believe I was able to get into a ring like this. Of all the places that I visited, everybody from mom and pop shops to wholesalers to local franchisees. Nobody could compete from a pricing standpoint with Diamonds Direct. It's because Diamonds Direct is a true direct diamond importer with special access to the world's most exquisite diamonds. No middleman markups and a commitment to beat any price, anywhere, anytime. Whether it be duty-free in the Caribbean or other countries, Diamonds Direct prices have beaten everything I've looked at. At least 20% lower than what we had been looking at at other stores. They blew everybody else out of the water. Get the engagement ring of her dreams at the price you deserve. Diamonds Direct. Your love our passion diamondsdirect.com if you want to be treated right you go to bergeron bergeron will give you the best deal you just know you can trust these people they're from here they get me you know buying a car doesn't have to be a scary experience it's anything but a bergeron everybody knows that everybody i grew up with a bergeron i went to school with a bergeron this is the fourth car i've bought from here that makes me a bergeron i'm a bergeron i'm a bergeron i'm a bourgeois get out of here i'm a bergeron everybody knows a bergeron Bergeron Automotive, on Veterans in Metairie. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful, medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. 
If you demand excellence, Petri Transport Services will handle any waste disposal project you have. With over three decades of experience, Petri Transport Services provides masterclass service with client satisfaction in mind. Locally owned and family driven, Petri Transport Services understands customer values and the importance of safety, professionalism, and quality with no contract required. Let our service speak for itself. If you need a trash dumpster, grease traps, or a septic tank, call Petri Transport Services at 985-351-0608 or visit PetriTransportServices.com. Daiquiri Run on 61. Incredible daiquiris and delicious food for lunch and dinner. All the daiquiris, cocktails, and beer, plus all the burgers, wings, wraps, po'boys, and apps you can imagine. Over 61 different types of daiquiris, all on airline, just off Clearview Parkway in Metairie. The food is amazing, the drinks are incredible, and the fun is even better. It's all happening at the Daiquiri Run on 61. Airline Highway just off Clearview in Metairie. The fun never stops at the Daiquiri Run. Daiquiri Run. Daiquiri Run. You're listening to the Cumulus Fishing Game Report with Captain C.T. Williams. Fishing is fun, but safety is foremost. I'm Captain C.T. Williams with this week's Big Fish Report. Now, I spend a lot of time finding great spots where you can catch fish, but you need to be able to get there and get home safely while being courteous to others. Louisiana has a lot of fishable water, so there are a lot of boats, and, well, nationally, a, a higher percentage of boating accidents. So be safe and prepared on the water, have fun responsibly, and join me, Captain CT, for the Big Fish, our TV show, with hotspots, tackle tips, how-to recipes, and even safe practices while fishing. Every Saturday morning at 5.30 a.m. on WVUE Fox 8 in New Orleans. Have a great weekend. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. Top service, locally owned, outstanding deals, conveniently located, professionals motivated to sell where the customer comes first. That describes the experience at Premier Automotive Group, where you'll find the best prices anywhere on Toyota, Honda, Nissan, and Kia. Premier Automotive offers a warranty for life on its vehicles and a money-back guarantee. Visit my friend Troy Duhon in one of his outstanding dealerships. Toyota of New Orleans, I-10 Service Road near Bullard in New Orleans East. Premier Honda at the I-10 Service Road at Bullard. Premier Nissan at Veterans in Metairie, and Premier Kia at Veterans in Kenner. Don't be shy. Join in the conversation with Ken and Ed on the Three Tailgaters Show on 1061 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Call now, 504-260-1061. And we check in with Jack and River Ridge. Hey, Jack, thanks for your patience. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Fine, thanks. Hey, look, I, I do have a Saints question, but I, 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 I have a quick baseball question because you guys know a lot more about it than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching Moneyball again the other night, and it occurred to me, you know, they, they like to portray this as they was, they scraped the bottom of a barrel for a team that competed for a championship. Mm-hmm. But didn't that, I know, I know, didn't that team have a bunch of young stars that weren't eligible for arbitration, like Tejada and, and Chavez and the young pitching staff? They left that part out, out of the story, didn't they? Well, I mean, it was made for television, so obviously yeah, it was all about Scott. It was all about Scott Hatterberg. You know, it's all. I mean, it was it was all about making you know the the subject look good, and obviously played by Brad Pitt. But bottom line was, look, they had Jermaine Die. You know, he was another guy that was a good young player. You mentioned Tejada. Yeah, sure, they had 
They had players that were under control, like good players. Their farm system did a great job for a long time. Takes nothing away from, you know, Billy, what Billy Bean accomplished with, you know, a smaller budget. But, yeah, it was made for television. So, again, don't believe everything that you see, right? No, no. I'll, I'll still watch it again. But I, I, Yeah, I, it's fun. I, it, was 20, it was 20 years ago. I couldn't remember exactly if that mm-hmm. was when that was. But, well, but, uh, yeah, they portrayed the manager, Art Howe, as being a curmudgeon. And he wasn't like that at all. He's a really nice man. But go ahead. Uh, and um, I, I just a question about the Saints. Um, suppose suppose this isn't you know, uh, a contending team like the the front office would have you believe, mm-hmm. and they they do have to do a little rebuilding after this year, okay? Because yeah. uh, I mean, you know, as y'all know, a lot of their main players are getting older, and they're gonna if they're not going this year, they'll be going next year. You know, I'm talking about Cam. I'm talking. Yeah. I'm talking about Kamara. I'm talking about um, Demario Davis. You know, Father Time's undefeated. If that does happen, do you see um, the guys who are running the front office sticking around, or you think maybe people like um, you know they might retire or move on to other organizations? Yeah, watch well, it. For yeah. The rebuild. Right, we got about a minute. We got to get to break, but I'd, I'd say, look, they just promoted Kai Harley. Okay, so that tells you they're thinking about the future right now. Do I think there could be change at the top? Yeah, I think there could be an elevation. Uh, and there could be a promotion forthcoming, and I think there will be change. And yes, you know, they've got players that they're going to have to turn over, which is why they keep drafting guys to try to replace those guys. So uh, I think that uh, you might see some change in that regard. And, you know, you look at age as a player, you look at age as administrators, and I think that's entirely possible. Ed, about 30 seconds. Yeah, I think that's possible, Jack. And I think you touch on one of the biggest questions that I have about uh, this. Uh, franchise this year is will the age that they have on defense will those guys continue to be able to play at an extremely high level as they've done in the past yeah it's a a legitimate question i think it's a legitimate question and i don't think it's unfair a bit no 17 game schedule too all right appreciate the call we got to take a final time out you got it buddy back with a final word in a moment here on ash icon 1061 fm Hard work is the foundation of the job site. Boot Barn Work and Carhartt are committed to supporting the hard workers that keep our nation moving. Boot Barn Work proudly offers a broad selection of Carhartt workwear and boots, known for durability and quality since 1889. When the work is relentless, Carhartt is trusted to finish the job. With so much on the line, there's no room for cutting corners. Carhartt at Boot Barn Work. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. I can't believe how much it costs for gas now. I never pay full price. I just use the free Upside app, and I get cash back for every gallon of gas I buy. You actually get paid real cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? I earn back up to 25 cents a gallon every time I buy gas. I've made over $300 already. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code MORE18 for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back in your first fill-up. That's code MORE18. Cash back's not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. In 
Increase your vehicle's performance and gas mileage with Lucas Fuel Treatment at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply add it to your tank at your next fill-up to eliminate carbon and varnish deposits. Get two bottles of Lucas Fuel Treatment for $10, plus two times O Rewards points. See your O'Reilly Auto Parts store for details or shop online at OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's time to gear up for the NFL season. Wait, oh, three, one, two, three, four. Head over to NFLShop.com today for the largest collection of officially licensed gear from all your favorite brands. NFL Shop is your ultimate destination for jerseys, t-shirts, headwear, and more. Kick off the new season in the best selection of NFL gear anywhere. Show off your team pride with styles fit for the whole family. To shop now, go to NFLShop.com. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. Imagine this. You've been hurt in a car crash, but the insurance company only offers you pennies on the dollar for what you need for your injuries. You realize you should have called a lawyer, but how can you afford one now? At Dudley DeBosier, that call is free, and we are the only law firm in the state with the no-fee guarantee. That means you pay us nothing, no fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22-13578. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful, medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. 